In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 143, verses 1 through 6, where I'll ask the question, why should I pray? Psalm 143, verses 1 through 6 says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my pleas for mercy. In your faithfulness, answer me. In your righteousness, enter not into judgment with your servant, for no one living is righteous before you. For the enemy has pursued my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me sit in darkness like those long dead. Therefore, my spirit faints within me. My heart within me is appalled. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the works of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. David is certainly a man who appreciates prayer. He is a man who regularly goes before the Lord and brings to him all of his concerns, all of his worries, all of his gripes, all of his complaints, but he also brings his praise, his honor, his glorification. All of this he brings before the Lord in prayer. And he does so because he recognizes that the Lord is so much greater than he Prayer, first and foremost, is an act of humility, recognizing that God is God and we are not. Here are three thoughts on why should I pray from Psalm 143, verses 1 through 6. Thought number one, God is righteous. We pray to God because he is righteous. We pray to him because he sets the standards for what good and proper living are. He sets the moral standards that all of us recognize and abide by. He establishes all of those things. He is righteous. And at the same time, we recognize that we are not. So where we fail to live up to the standards that God has set before us, we know that those standards are intrinsic to his own character that he, in fact, is righteous while we are just regularly sinning against him. We go to the Lord in prayer because God is righteous, and when we are being dealt with in an unrighteous way, he recognizes that. And isn't it ever so common for us to experience injustice in this life? Thought number two, life is difficult. You should pray because life is difficult. You should pray because all of us have struggles and trials that we go through. Even somebody as fortunate as David, who was king over his nation, struggled and had profound difficulties. Sure, he was king, but he had people who wanted to take his throne from him. Sure, he was king and wealthy and all of these things, but he couldn't handle his family situation very well. Life is difficult regardless of your circumstances. One of the only constants in life is pain. It's one of those universal things that all of us experience and know about. And because life is difficult, we recognize that we need help. And who better to ask for help than the almighty creator of the universe? Thought number three, God does great things. You should pray because God does great things. He does profound things in his creation. He establishes all of these things that we are able to see and touch and smell and taste. He holds them together and he makes it so that the universe consistently exists. 
He does even greater things than that, though. He hears the prayers. He hears the requests of his creatures. So when we go before God and we ask him for his help, we ask him for assistance, we ask him for wisdom, he gives it to us. And this is a great and wondrous thing that the Lord does. He does great things that we see, that we have experienced, that we've asked for. The Lord does great things and because he does such great things, we should pray to him because you never know what great thing the Lord is going to accomplish for you so that his name can be honored in the world. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 143 through 145. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by clicking on the link below or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.